In this episode, I sit down with Chris Trenwella and we talk about going against the status quo to walk your own path. He's made some calculated risks in life and he can say with complete confidence that they've paid off. One of these risks was not to pursue a degree. He completed a certificate in fashion design and went into the workforce immediately after. Starting off in retail management, his climb up the corporate ladder was rapid. Within two and a half years, he moved into a business banking manager role for the largest bank in New Zealand, which goes to show that it's all about motivation, mindset, and attitude. The hungrier you are, the more bread you'll get. Both being born and having grown up in Aotearoa, we also discuss what it's like to be in the land of our blood and how perspectives have changed between childhood and now. This is pretty much just a candid conversation between two dickhead brothers who had nothing else better to do than to talk smack. To support the Passion Project, please consider subscribing to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or YouTube. You can find out more about the show on tepassionproject.com, where you can also support by purchasing a Tepassion t-shirt. We've got a whole bunch of colors available, and each purchase helps keep the show afloat. Kia ora whanau, My name is Hezron Albin, and welcome to Te Passion Project. Te Passion Project is a podcast aimed at those people who are wanting to take that first step towards making it happen. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. All right, it's hot. Hot mics. Let's go. Hot mics again. Dude, we're in the Philippines. Philippines, man. <laughs> this is like the last last night that I have here as well. Mm, so this is this is super yolo, super spontaneous, super special as well. Because when was the last time we saw each other? Was when well before I left, right? Yeah, exactly. Three months um, ago. It was yeah, pretty much just before you left was with all the boys. Yeah, and we were saying goodbye. Yeah, saying the old sad farewells with your fam and stuff like that. It's and the actually friends. it's actually so sad, man. Um, I miss home so much. I can tell. I could tell. Um, I talked about this on one of my stories. One of the things I miss a lot about home is in radio. I saw that. You saw that? Yeah. Because radio here, man, like it's not... It's pretty lame. It's not the best, it's pretty dude. <laughs> Just the humor, bro. Yeah. The humor. Especially like my FM, those guys like that. Yeah. Like, they got yeah. the best stuff, eh? And I think just growing up in a place like New Zealand where it's, it's, it's real chill there. So people, yeah. the jokes that people make are just so, you know... Yeah, well, I was I was saying that to um, one of the boys that we were, or one of your boys, sorry, that you introduced me to, um, about how everything in New Zealand's a lot more informal, and everything here is a lot more formal. So I think it comes from that perspective as well, is that New Zealand's just really got that laid back, chill attitude. So like everything's just funnier. I think. I mean, that's my perspective mm. on it, but yeah, for sure. How's it being in this in the country for you, bro? Because obviously we were both born in New Zealand. Yeah. Both got Filipino blood. What's it like being back in the motherland? It's it's buzzy, man. It's um it's really cool. I mean, I've I've been so so far on my trip. I've been from like my dad's hometown, which is like La Castellana. Um, been to mom's hometown, which is Davao. Um, done Cebu, um, Manila, and kind of Baraka, like sort of everything else in between. It's really different from what I remember it because the last time I was here in Philippines was 13 years ago and that was when I was a kid so you see it through I'm now seeing it through like my adult eyes it's 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 
It's crazy. The lifestyle here is crazy. I think the first thing I told you was about the traffic, bro. That was yeah, nuts. That's a major adjustment, right? No, I couldn't do it, bro. Manila is not the part. It's not with the traffic. What we're used to traffic back home in Auckland's cute, right? Yeah, for Very sure. <laughs> and and it's there's there's like there's there's no rules here. I mean, obviously, you know, you got your your three lanes or your two lanes in New Zealand. And you stick to that. You got three lanes here in Philippines. It turns to five, six. Bro, if lanes. it fits, it fits, right? Yeah. Just fucking jam it in. Big facts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, what 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 you were saying earlier about looking at the place through your adult eyes—it's very eye-opening, right? Hundred percent. Once you're a bit older, you understand the way that things work a little bit more. Hundred percent. I mean, comparing it back to the views as a as a child, you know, everything's—you're quite innocent as a kid, right? Yeah, and you and you do realize. I mean, and you hear it a lot when you are a kid, and and you're you're whether it's your uncles, aunties, or parents telling you, you don't realize how lucky you are until you actually are here and you, you see their way of living and, and the lifestyle. And, and obviously, you know, when, you're, when you bring the, the New Zealand dollar over here, man, you live, you live quite nice. So kind of seeing it from that perspective as well has really um, changed a lot of things in terms of how I see things as well. Um, I mean, I've kind of already known that, but seeing it through the adult eyes has really cemented that perspective for me. So, no, it's 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 been good being here, man. It's been really good. One of the most humbling experiences for me so far is seeing the distribution of wealth mm. in this place. There's a lot of rich people in this country, and there's also a lot of poor people, and the difference between the two is just so vast. 100%. In New Zealand, it's a bit more blurred, the lines between, you know, the... Cl- the classes yeah yeah no i would definitely agree definitely agree like working class middle class whatever over yeah. here bro like because i'm based in bgc right which to me it's sort of like a bubble in the philippines to me it doesn't feel like the philippines it doesn't feel like the philippines that i know yeah and literally two two k's down the road it's such a difference in what the buildings look like you know you got nice skyscrapers on one street you literally cross the road and then corrugated iron roofs, hollow block walls, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy, eh? Like, I mean, as I said, like, throughout all the cities that I've kind of been through um, thus far, it's, you, you, you see it change. It's, um, when you go to, obviously, the provinces or whatever, and you just see how they're living. But but also in the same sense, it's like their happiness doesn't change. No, like, you know, yeah. they, they stay happy or they will make do with what they have, mm. which is, I think, for me, that was the most humbling thing. You're like, mm. man, this guy's, or this kid is having the most fun that he's ever had in his life and he's only playing with, like, a couple of sticks or kind of, like, toying around with a spider or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, that That's crazy. You don't realise how lucky you are until you see that. All the other times that I've been here, like, I've been on holiday. And when you're on holiday in a, in a, in a place, it doesn't really... It's not really like reality yeah. when you're when you're in that country. For me, bro, like being immersed in in life here, it's it's just buzzy, bro. It's different, eh? It's so buzzy. Yeah, I bet I bet it would be. I mean, you've what you've been here three months. Three now, months, right? man. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of conveniences that we're used to, something as simple as PayWave. Yeah. You know, oh, bro, I, that's that's one of my main struggles here, man. I'm cashing up. Everything's cash based, yeah. and then you, you got to wait for your receipt. You got to wait for the bill, whatever. Like, oh, dog. Yeah, it's um that 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 whole oh, that whole concept of just everything being cash. Obviously, like you know, it's it's, it's cash is king, baby. Yeah, it's different, <laughs> hey. Like, 
you'd just be wanting to spend or whatever and you're just so used to kind of being able to like not worry about anything when it's on the card obviously in New Zealand um but then you know you're like oh it might be it might cost this much and you're like man I don't have any cash to be just withdraw real quick so it's 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 a different way of operating mm. it's kind of like you're you're really like monitoring how much you have mm. and all that type of stuff but that's how they do it they're all used to it right mm. so speaking of money bro tell us what you do for that uh so I work for a bank um currently a business banking manager uh for ANZ Oosh. yeah man not the shout outs no you know, <laughs> No, no, no plug. No, that's no, already plugged in. Eh? <laughs> Cut. No. Um, no, yeah. So, yeah, we're from Bank. Um, ANZ. Shout out to ANZ. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I've um, been currently doing business banking manager, man. So that's that's what I'm doing for my for my bread at the moment. Mm. It's uh, it's different. It's different, uh, especially for for what I, I envision myself doing. But I mean, the crew. The culture there and stuff all of that is, is cool, man. So it's um, I'm enjoying it for now. That was one of the main questions that I had for you, bro, is, um, you know, your journey through the bank. Yeah. Because obviously we worked in the same place for a bit. Yeah. Um, very corporate place, you know, climbing the corporate, corporate ladder. Yeah. The corporate ladder. Um, the rat race, as the they call it. The rat race, yeah. Year of the rat, G. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's sort of, there. there's a... What would you call it? Stereotypical view yep. on the corporate life that you know you sort of need a piece of paper. You know you need a degree to tell someone that you know you're qualified to do certain kinds of work, bro. Yeah, yeah. But um, for you, man, like you don't really go down that traditional pathway, bro. No, that doesn't. So your movement through the bank has been quite rapid and quite successful. Thanks, man. But you know, you didn't go through the whole the whole uni vibe, man. Nah, I am. Um I didn't too. Uh, so, yeah, to touch on that, I um, I studied at CPIT, Christchurch Polytechnic Institute, um, now called ARA. If uh, for those of you who live in the O3 Christchurch, um, oh, Tahi. Yeah, that's that's the home, man. That's the <laughs> motherland. Um, so I studied fashion design, um, which is quite funny. Uh, There's a total correlations between fashion and banking, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and yeah, I did that for like a year, and that's that's really where I saw my, myself. Like, I, I really envisioned myself pushing that all the way through. Um, but I think like one year after studying, I was just about to enter my second year, and then um, they, during sort of my time of study, I ended up picking up a part-time job, as you do. Um, I was working for Adidas at the time and um, they more or less offered, I was only a part-timer and just kind of had that hustler's mentality of trying to get as much hours as I could whenever I could. And um, I think, I guess, Adidas saw that in me and decided to offer me like a, a um, the assistant manager's role. I just jumped on it, man. I was like, you know what? It's going to be full-time hours. I'm going to be on a salary. Um, and obviously still in line with fashion, I envisioned myself getting into that head office. So from day one, I kind of just had this like hustler's mentality of like, all right, let me just get to the back. Personally, I don't think studying was really for me yeah. anyways. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm more on the practical, more just jumping right in. Like um, a tactile learner kind of thing. That's it. That's it. And um, I mean, to, to kind of obviously after that, I did the standard route where, you know, you know, assistant manager, manager, um, moved my way to Auckland. Um, hence, that's when we obviously reconnected. Yeah. 
um, and did the, the managing stint in the Brodermart store, the Originals concept store. Um, and then I kind of just, yeah, I kind of just yelled it from there. Um, there was just a, a circumstance that came across where I left Adidas and I decided to just uh, be unemployed essentially for about a month. Uh, I hit up ANZ and they, they employed me and it, it's been rapid. I've only been there for two and a half years and um, yeah, a, a lot of my colleagues and sort of senior leaders would say two and a half years to get to the position that I'm in was is pretty pretty quick. Mm. Um, so I've been told. So I'm pretty pretty happy, pretty blessed to to be in the position that I'm in. And um, yeah, that that's how quick I kind of get it did it. It really does go to show that it's experience that really counts towards you know your progression in your career, whether it is a creative sort of pursuit or something more corporate. It doesn't really matter. Like to me, to us anyway, like obviously you're you're a perfect example of this. Yeah. Where you don't need a bloody degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be quite successful in something as corporate as a bank. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think. I mean, look. I think. I think the main thing is is. I mean, what what I've definitely told people that have asked about it um, is is really just that hustler's mentality, that um that mamba mentality. No, R P R P man, um but. Yeah, it's it's really about having that mentality where it doesn't matter which route you're going to take, you've got an end goal and you just just stay on it. Like just hustle hard for it um, each and every day, put in some work um, and whatever that might be um, in the way of whether it's you know physical work, if that's what your goal is going heading towards, or kind of just if it's that corporate game, which is you know understanding your clients a bit more or, or talking to certain colleagues or like connecting with different leaders to, to let them know who you are and putting your face out there. Um, don't settle for just hiding in the shadows. If, if, if you really want to be successful, man, you just got to go for it. Um, and you just got to stay confident in yourself and push hard. Um, otherwise, I mean, you, you, you really wouldn't, you really, if, if I didn't want to do that, then I probably would be stuck in that same position where, okay, maybe I do need to go back to uni or whatever. Cause I'm choosing not to, to go that route or beats play it really, really safe. Um, I think I put myself in a position where I was a lot more exposed and Asian parents, Filipino parents, yeah. they're always pushing on you if you haven't studied or something like that. My parents were always gassing on me like, when are you going to study? When are you going to you know, gra- you know, get that piece of paper for the peace of mind or whatever? Um, and I think so I had that that weight on my shoulder to say, okay, I need to push harder so that I can show them that there's this route that I'm taking is, is still going to work for me. Do you think you'd still be experiencing the same kind of excessive, same kind of success? Sorry, if you did go to uni and did get that degree, because then that's three years of your life that you know you could have been working. For example, you know you said two and a half years to get to where you are today. Yeah, I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure. It's um, I feel like my time, the way I chose to do it was um definitely well managed or like you know like it was it got me to where i am in terms of i guess where i wanted to be financially and certain things that i wanted to achieve um yeah like you said i mean i i would have had less less experience wouldn't have jumped into the management route um at the as early as i did and I guess at the same time, I would have had a lot more of a student loan because I already paid off my student loan by this point, by my, the point that I'm at right now. If I kept studying, I, I probably would have had a much bigger one. So yeah. it would be like 
coming out of my paycheck and <laughs> been hurting, bro. That would have been hurting real bad. Because it, it does take quite a chunk, bro, when you have to repay all that. Heck yeah. That's, yeah, it hurts. Imagine being able to go back to school with the knowledge that we know today. 100%. Imagine that, man. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I wish, I, I, I say that a lot, hey, like if, if I was, you know, whatever, um, 18, 19, and had the knowledge that I have right now, like, man, I would have been gassed in that life at that time. But then again, I guess we've got to go through all these learns, right, to, to get to where we are, because... Yeah. How boring would it be if you were just given all this knowledge at the very beginning and then you know Spoon just fed, right? Exactly. Yeah. And there's no way that you or I would have gotten to where we are, like right now, having this conversation in the in the Philippines about you know, about this. Yeah. If it was all spoon fed to us. Yeah. If it yeah. was all, you know, easy. Hundred percent. And and ultimately, um, it does, you know, make your character as well as like going through the years going through the motions of getting to the position um yeah it, it it makes your character so it does teach you a lot more and and helps you become stronger and all that type of stuff as well that's one of the things i noticed here as well bro it's it's so funny that there's a lot of it's who you know yeah it's not due to the the merits of your of your talent or or your character that you've got into where you are there is definitely an element of who of connections know. here yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same back home, bro. Like to an extent. Yeah. But it's like the wild west here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a very cutthroat area. It's it's very cutthroat. Um. I mean, and and I've I've only seen it, like I said, through my my adult eyes, as I air quote, um, over the past month. But even even through that, I can already see kind of how cutthroat it is in terms of just like more so, like who you know and and how you can kind of slide your way through with that person to kind of get to that next position so now i see that on that whole it's who you know thing it's it's real interesting with the with the whole social media thing because everyone's so connected now yeah and before you even came to the philippines you know you're already sorting out a, a tattoo artist to do a couple of new extra pieces for yeah you, bro. yeah tell us, tell us a bit about that yeah no so um it, it was it was kind of just a a matter of it was perfect a perfect segue as well like it was a matter of kind of just reaching out to, you know, three people more or less, um, which is one included yourself, um, one, my boy Raymond, and two, friend Taro. And, um, you know, all three of these people, um, all three of y'all were kind of just like, sweet, here's an artist in this city, um, and they specialize in this, and then here's an artist in that. And, you know, it's, it was kind of just like, it was simple as just going onto their IG, looking at their work and going, sweet. Want, that's what I'm after yeah I want your work on this part of my arm and I want your work on this part of my arm and I want your work on my leg or whatever and then met up with them and had solid banter mm. um, quality of, of the work is epic I love my tats shout out to them um, and yeah it was just so easy to kind of just do that so no super super easy to be connected and, and social media really does that for you eh? so it's unreal so tell us about the pieces man the ones that you got done here well, what did you get um so uh acting like everybody can see my yeah hard. <laughs> um it was just kind of a, a couple of add-ons um i went to redeem tattoo shout out to jello um epic artist he's specializing in that minimalized tattoos and stuff like that um so those the tattoos that i did with him were more about my faith and my religion um so christ the redeemer and mama mary on the back of my arm i then went to um gerald um, who's in Cebu for True Black Travel. 
Um, he did a pure Bisayan tri- tribal tat on my upper arm, um, which goes all the way to my shoulder, which just kind of represents my blood um, that I'm, you know, born a Filipino and you know full fledged. Um, and then I went. Oh, since being here in Manila, and from your recommendation and Abby, of course, um, I got a lion on my leg or my upper thigh to represent my Leoness. Your Leoness. <laughs> yeah, got myself a, a cheeky Leo tat as well. And you get that snake done here as well, bro. Yeah, that was with Jello and Cebu as well. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, like, obviously you can see it, but the whole. All right, so what we're looking at right now for the people who obviously can't see is you know a full a full sleeved right arm on on Chris. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from from this perspective, it's pretty much like all of this lower forearm is supposed to represent like the Garden of Eden. So you got this, you got this snake, which is heading towards the fruit. Yeah. Um, obviously, just the flowers of the Garden of Eden. Jesus, maybe at the back. And. Just going back to the whole corporate thing, you haven't faced any flack because of your ink. No. Not I, really, eh? No. Not, not in a place like New Zealand where it's part of the culture to have tattoos. Yeah, no. And I think I think a lot of them are like generally quite interested to know a little bit more about it. Um, you know, I, I found that a lot of the people that have asked about it were also those leaders of mine who are of faith as well. Mm-hmm. And so they were quite interested to like, know, oh, that's like, you know, you've got that. Are you, you know, are you you believe in all that other stuff so it was quite an easy conversation um or those even if they weren't would want to know the story about certain things because they were like does it actually have a meaning and i'm like yeah it does and they kind of asked the meaning behind it and all that jazz so like it's not just some random like set of words on your arm yeah it's yeah although just, it might look like it it's know? not just latin for the sake of latin yeah like. <laughs> yeah so um no nah, I, I don't i personally haven't um received any flack for it. everyone's actually super interested and be like oh like your style of how you lay out your tattoos is like really cool and I appreciate that so shout out to them it must be also such an honour to be wearing somebody's art as well 100% like just being their canvas and being a method of their um, communication to get their work out into the world as well because obviously yeah. that's a walking billboard almost yeah. right yeah 100% it's um that it is that is exactly it it's being able to go well I went to that person and, and he can do this and so every time anyone asks, I've actually had a few people since being in the Philippines kind of just be like, oh, I really like your tats, who did them? And kind of just show them the, the Instagram of the, the people that looked after me. And um, hopefully they get more clients because they were epic. The guys here are so good, man. They're so good. They they order you food while you're getting a tat. Like, who does that? <laughs> who does that? It's so funny as well coming, like, us being in a very conservative country yeah. like, where... I don't know, is it frowned upon here? Not so much. Maybe just a little bit, eh? To tats. Oh, yeah, it's... it's. Do you get, like, shady looks whenever you're walking about? Or? Not as much. It's definitely cut up Or is from... it because the places that we're hanging out are, like, <laughs> the people that have... Yeah. I, I think... I do see what you're saying, I'm saying though, because that's the conversation that I did have with both of the... Um, oh, sorry. All three of the artists that I've seen here in the fields is, like, how... how um, how a ta- tattoos sort of perceived now because of course again coming back to that asian parenting or the filipino parenting like they don't want you to have tats kind of period so it's like for me to have all of this now it's like it's obviously shown the change in it and it, it before it was like don't have tattoos on your body because it it will symbolize that you're i don't know like a criminal a criminal right yeah yeah <laughs> um but now it's sort of like i think it's it's okay because a lot of people 
uh, using it to express themselves or or kind of what, what the tattoo is meant to do, I guess, and, and maybe they're changing their outlook or, on it now. It was actually real funny. I remember when you first came to the crib after getting inked and my mom was like, what did you do to yourself? Yeah. I can only imagine what your mom said. Oh man, your mom, <laughs> your, your parents are like my second parents, bro. So they reacted exactly how my parents did. I think the, the first thing that uh, my dad, that came out of my dad's mouth was asking if it was like, you know, you know, there's like stick on ones yeah, that you can yeah, rub yeah. off. Yeah. The dad ones that you like, get in like magazines, you yeah. just put water and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dad was like, you going to rub that off later on tonight? I'm like, uh, no, uh, that's, that's, that's on there for good. I dropped a bit of bread on this man. I'm not rubbing. I'm not just rubbing it out yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, but luckily they were like small tattoos at the time. He he came around. Um, so did mum, and after sort of telling them the story behind them, and they were like, "All right, cool." And then, yeah, come this Philippines job, I told them I'm gonna get blasted, and they're like, "Oh yeah." So they were, they really started coming. They've seen them all. And they're like, "Oh yeah, sweet, it's all good." You also dabble into a bit of music, bro. I do. I do. I um. I've come grown up in a very musical uh, very, sort of background. Yeah, 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 very musical family as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like mum sings, uh, brother plays the guitar, um, his wife plays the piano, um, sisters are they're like, yeah, they're, they're partly singers as well. Um, in high school, it was just always part of like you know doing doing anything on the get with you know all of the all of the boys who yawn on lunchtime just grab a guitar or something like that. So yeah, and no, I definitely grew up very musical. Um, one last shout out for tonight is um, if any of you guys, any of the listeners out there have heard Flip Gang, um, shout out to the boys. Yeah, shout Flip out Gang. to the boys. Um, I've I've rapped with them. Um, no, like no longer, I guess, formally um, rapping at the moment, but um, definitely be interested in getting back on the mic sometime in the future. But yeah, so yeah, no, definitely dabble in the music side of things as well. Love it. Yeah, I'm hoping to get Jeremy and, and Harry onto the show one time. We're actually trying to organize something, but you know, everyone's just been busy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because I was actually meant to come to Seville with you guys. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, and and no, I've talked definitely talked to them about um, sort of trying to jump on as well. Mm. Um, and that that'd be like super keen. So um, yeah, I'm sure you guys will link that up sometimes very soon. Hopefully, man. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why I wasn't able to come to Sibu was obviously because I landed a job here. Yeah. And you know, I'll just quickly tell you. Oh, you already know the story, but um, yeah, look, you know, tell when, the listeners. <laughs> when because I obviously moved here for for a certain goal. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting to have employment, not within four weeks of getting into the country anyway. Yeah. But um, you know, it it came about because of that frame of mind you know me being open to opportunities me being open for self-development me being open for learning um so i managed to land a job land a job at a, at a gym you know just making sure that the place isn't burned down making yeah. sure that the doors are open and, and locked at night or whatever yeah um it just really goes to show man that a lot of a lot of what happens in your life can manifest itself depending on what your mindset is 100 percent because if you're always out there you know playing the blame game like oh man i'm I'm having a real bad day because of xyz xyz i, I remember seeing this quote on um like instagram bro like don't let a bad five seconds of your day ruin you know the rest of the 24 hours yeah you know yeah no I've, i think i've seen that as well and That's it's so true it's so easy to let that happen 
it's it's it, i think it's much easier to let a bad five seconds affect affect you for the rest of the day than yeah. for you to carry on like a good five seconds and just vibe off that energy and you know share it around with other people yeah yeah i i actually really do agree with that because um and that really does come to kind of again like that mindset i was talking about before is is if you can get on top of that earlier that's what gives you those those couple of steps ahead of the the, the crowd right is because if you can learn to not sweat the small stuff like yeah it, it's gonna suck and don't get me wrong it's, it is gonna give you you know bad moments will affect you like that but if you can kind of learn to just you know take a deep breath and go cool that's happened i can't do anything about it now because it's in the past but what i can do is do xyz to avoid it for next time let me enjoy the rest of my day if you can do that and in, in a snap and learn to kind of create that habit that's already those that next step ahead of the crowd so it really does come to that mindset of kind of doing that and i think for you as well from obviously our personal chats that we have like that's what's given you this opportunity of what's just falling in your hands and really working out despite as you said um still waiting for your goal to to kind of come into fruition because it'll be one thing for me to just sit here and do nothing while i'm waiting oh that's easy you know right? that's easy that's to the do, easy trick right yeah but putting your neck out there because bro i got exactly what i asked for uh if the listeners recall back to one of the first episodes you know part of the reason why moving was to get out of that comfort zone yeah. and to grow and like i said i'm getting exactly what i asked for because i've landed a job in an industry where you know i've had very little experience and mm-hmm. in a role that i knew nothing about yeah in the foreign country so you know that's like the unholy trinity of 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 comfort bro yeah but being here man like it's actually been so amazing because I've managed to meet a lot of people, bro. Oh, yeah. And I've, I've introduced them, you yeah. to some of them as well. And they're cool cats. Cool cats, yeah. man. Real cool dudes. Real cool real cool people. Um, but yeah, man, honestly, when you're just open to positive things, it'll just fall and everything will just sort of look after itself, yeah. man. Yeah. It's that. It's just being, being willing to accept the change as well, right? Um and, and, and kind of going with the flow and, and letting it letting things just kind of happen and being um I guess malleable to it. Mm. Not to the point where where you're looking at everything like, oh YOLO, you know, I'm just gonna let it look after it. Oh we I literally just said it will look after itself, but not yeah. to the point where, you know, you are like don't have a backup plan or something yeah, like that, right? You're you're at the whim of where the current is going. Yeah. Of course, you know, you still need a paddle the boat or whatever yeah. to points it in the direction that you want to go yeah but you don't want to like plan to perfection as no. well at the same time no. it's like that's when i feel like when you do that i mean uh, at least in my personal perspective that's when things do fall out of place because like you get caught up in the minor details like oh this didn't go that way or this didn't go that way so you get caught up on that because you got to make very calculated risks as well 100 risk yep. it for the biscuit <laughs> which is exactly what you did man you know uh, for, for me anyway because i did go through the uni route yeah and looking at because i've got a lot of mates who who didn't and in my eyes like it it was definitely i don't know is it a would you consider it not going to get a degree of calculated risk because obviously it's i think it's paid off for you (laughs) yeah um it was yeah it was definitely i definitely say it was a calculated risk um to sort of say that i'm not going to continue it um, it was again really quickly. It was one of those conversations that I did have with the parents to say I'm not going to do this anymore, and, and um, at, at the time they weren't super happy about it. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of weight on my shoulder. There's a lot of kind of 
heaviness that I was feeling when I did it. But I think now that I can say to my parents that I can hold my own and, um, you know, kind of show them what, you know, like I'm, I'm making per se and, and um, how, how far I've climbed up, they're, they're happy with the, with the risk that I made. So definitely it was for me, it was a calculated risk that I wouldn't continue, um, but happy I made the choice. And I think once you've made a choice, you know, you just got to own it. 100%. That's it. It's the ownership and then going, cool, I'm a hustle at, at this now because that was my choice. That was, this is what I chose to do. So I don't want to like, I'm huge on like, oh, I mean, sometimes I, I guess, oh, no, I'll say, I'll, I'll say it as I was going to, to say it, but I'm huge on not trying to like double down on my stuff. So like, if I say that I'm going to do it, I want to, I want to push that instead of going, oh yeah, I'll say I'll do this. And then you kind of give yourself like 20%. You're like, man, I actually can't do this. So then you like go back on it. Um, when I said that I wasn't going to, to head down that route, um, I was like, sweet hustle. And I'll keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't get me wrong though. Like if I get to this position where, um, the next role that I, I need requires a certain amount of, you know, a certain paper or something, I'm happy to do that paper. Cause I'll be like, you know, if it's, it's for the next progression then sure. But, right now from what I've you know where I'm at like I haven't needed anything since and I'm still climbing so we'll see where it takes me being accountable for the decisions that you make you know that's such a mature thing to do as well because you know if it if you are sort of saying that oh yeah I'm, I'm pursuing a degree you know for my parents yeah. and you don't like it it's easy to like just blame it on them that's it yeah that's it and and if I think that was, and, and I feel like a lot of the listeners will relate to that. I, I feel like that's the pressure that I was also going to have is that if I studied at the time, it was almost like I was just studying just for the paper, just to make them happy. But then what if I never really used it or anything like that? And then like, look what I'm doing right now, right? Like I, I was studying towards fashion, but didn't end up using it at, at this moment anyways. And that would have been, could have, could have, and would have been something on my mind that like, ah, oh, I only really studied just because, you know, you wanted me to study. Um, so I think that's also something that, that was on my mind. And I was kind of like, all right, well, let me just make my choice and, and do it my way. And if I fail, then that's on me. It's real tough because you obviously need to take into account the the happiness and satisfaction of the people that are important in your life. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, of that of yourself as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's almost if not more important uh, we'd put in the same category of things right but yeah. you know you still have to look out look out for yourself yeah and it's that balancing act yeah bro yeah um because i just hate it man just living living life and blaming my misery on other people like, yeah not not even owning that like oh i'm miserable because of the deci- decisions that i've made yeah you know? yeah and and i think for me as well like it, that's i'm much better off to say that this was my choice that I made and I failed at it so it's on me Mm. as opposed to you know that choice was on you and then I'm feeling bad about it and then like now I'm kind of like oh it's not really like the word resent is is quite a heavy word but you know that sort of that feeling like it's like oh that choice was on you and now I'm feeling some type of way so at least I know that if I make all these choices and it's it's all, all on me and it falls on me then the only person I can blame is myself. Now I'm, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. I can put my head on the pillow at the end of the night and be like, sweet, I'll be better the next day or whatever. Man, just waking up and 
I don't know, bro. It's just, I think a lot of the younger people who are considering, like, oh, do I go to uni or do I go to work? Again, just realizing that at the end of the day, the decision is yours to yeah. make and yours to own. Yeah. You know, whatever you make of it, you know, you'll, whatever, whatever work you put into it, you know, you'll get the same output. Yeah. You know, yeah. you'll reap what you sow kind of thing. 100%. It, it's it's actually that of like if you yeah if you make that choice you got to own it and you got to you got to give it everything from there because once once you make that choice that's that's it that's that's something you got to you got to take on because um, yeah as you said the the you'll only get out what you put in so if you're only gonna if you're gonna put in like twenty percent and you're just gonna I don't know chill at home for the rest of the day and 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 just kind of play Fortnite or I don't know whatever whatever that is um, you're obviously going to get much out of it are you unless you're aspiring to be a, like number one Fortnite or whatever and it, like I reckon that's also so cool that if you are aspiring to be a number one Fortnite streamer or oh, whatever you can do it you can do it that's bro. crazy yeah. like who would have thought that 10 years ago people making millions of dollars out of playing games yeah that's like, crazy I, I still remember because I I grew up with only a Nintendo 64, so yeah, yeah. that was a very long time ago. I don't yeah. have a PlayStation or an Xbox or anything like that, so the N64 was the only gaming platform that I sort of yes, jammed with. But can you just imagine making a career out of that? <laughs> no, it was like having a back then, eh? No, not, not back then, eh? But yeah, it's, it's the way that the world evolved as well, right? Like, I hear stories of people who are just living their best life streaming games, bro, yeah. and... Cause I, <laughs> I, I watch a few RuneScape streamers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I used to play RuneScape. Yeah, yeah. And whenever they're talking about, um, whenever they're talking about the game, just hearing the passion in their voices, bro. Yeah. It's, it's very, very encouraging to, to know that, you know, if you, if you just put your head down and do something that you love. Yeah. It will definitely, you know, you'll, it'll pay you, bro. Yeah, that the avenue is open and all of that. So if you, if you want to head down it, then you're all good. Especially because the gaming community, I think, you know, they're ultra, ultra passionate, bro. I'm not a part of it, but like I've got a, I've got a ton of mates who are. Yeah. And I always feel quite um, alien, alienated with the boys whenever they're talking about like COD or Fortnite, bro. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, you know. It's just buzzy, man. The the opportunities that are out there now. Yeah, it's it's definitely as you coming back to what we were talking about earlier in this conversation about how you know social media has really changed everything. It, that's that's another portion is where it's sort of you. It's given you this opportunity to to stream or to do things online and reach out to other viewers and all of that and just play games and kind of go from there. Um, again, I'm not, I'm not part of that community either, so I feel the same way that you do. But it, yeah, it's crazy to see the amount of things or jobs that have opened up as well from it. An interesting thing about you, but I don't know if you want to talk about, but the whole social media thing that you just said, like you're not very active. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that like, man? Because whenever I'm not, I do get periods of time where yeah. I feel like, oh, damn, I need, to, I need to deactivate my Instagram for a bit because I just need to keep away but whenever i do i always feel so fomo yeah do you um, not get that because you've been off it for a couple years now yeah yeah it's um it's interesting bro a lot of people do ask me about it 
Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I have an Instagram. I'm a ghost. So mm. if anyone does find me on there, um, you'll notice that I have like, like zero, zero posts, 20 yeah. followers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and, and it's mainly there for like, to just stay in touch with like my inner circle, right? Like my, my close friends or, or whatever. Um, and, you know, in case any other connections come by, I can generally Instagram's a, a, a place where, you know, people connect and all that jazz. Um, Facebook, I definitely don't have. There's too much stuff on Facebook for me to just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not with that. Age. There's just too much noise. Yeah, I'm not with it. Too much bro. clutter. Yeah, 100%. Um, but not being off social has been good, man. It, it makes me really just focus more on what I think is a little bit more important to me and not getting like my head too caught up in my phone all the time. Um, and so, you know, trying to just, just get out or like do, you know, act like, actual activity or whatever um instead of just being able because i mean all, all the all the people listening and, and, and i'm sure you yourself can vouch for just being able to fall into that trap of just being on your phone for so long and being like where did the time go and all you're doing was just scrolling right i'm so guilty of that bro because yeah. sometimes i you know i just want to just chill watch a movie yeah. so I'd, I'd chromecast it to the tv yeah but i'd have my laptop like in my lap and i'd be scrolling <laughs> through you know some other thing checking emails whatever yeah at the same time, I've got my laptop on my lap. I've got the movie playing on the TV. And I've got my phone in my hand, buddy. 100%. You know, so that's three different things that I'm trying to divide my attention to. Yeah, that's a. And I'm not absorbing any of it. I'm like, oh, what part of the movie am I up to? Yeah. Oh, did I answer that email? Yeah. I'm like, oh, did oh, I like who's, who's DMing me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. No one's DMing me, man. Bro, don't lie. <laughs> Sad boy hours, don't lie. <laughs> Sad boy hours. Um, yeah, no. So that that's um, yeah. Funny, funny you did say that, bro. Because um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely something I've hopped off. Um, I was mad into it before, um, and I posted on Insta like crazy, and um, and you had quite a following as well, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was um, you know, I I got amongst uh sort of, I guess um, five figures. Yeah, um, it was just kind of getting amongst the you know this the the low key sort of influence of yeah. vibe where you you know get get certain brands that might say or well, can you rep this or can you do that mm. um, and obviously just kind of just getting um, certain things reposted um, and all that jazz. So you know I I got amongst it um, and it just it's sort of after a while just wasn't something that I wanted at the time. So I kind of just deactivated everything and. Um, I just felt better for it, bro. I honestly did, eh? So um, we'll see if I ever come back. Um, but for now, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying being off it. As long as I've still got in, kept in touch with the, obviously the close people that I, I care about and all that jazz, that's all that matters to me. Because phones nowadays, they can bring up the statistics of how much time you're spending on a particular app. Yeah, that's crazy, eh? And I saw, for, I saw my weekly usage on Instagram. So for across seven days eight hours of my week was on Instagram. That's, that's a whole work day. It's a full that's day. one work day of just scrolling on it's Instagram. It's just a nine to five, just... Mm. And nothing. Like, I don't remember, like, my favorite photo that I saw. I don't know who I was talking to. Yeah, see, no benefit, right? There was, like, there was no gain from it. Like, just the IG benefit, the instant gratification benefit. Like, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. the quick endorphin hit that, oh, yo, I gotta like. This is... <laughs> Or, you know, it's, oh, it's funny because sometimes, you know, you, you post something. Oh, I don't know. You, you, 
you want to know you don't have Instagram yeah, but post. you know like I'd post something yeah and I'd wait for that one person to like, like it if they like it then I've, I've I've succeeded for the day if they haven't liked the post within six hours then you delete know, the a, photo and <laughs> repost it another time oh man it, it's it's gone to that point bro where like even today I feel that way like, yeah oh so and so hasn't liked my picture yeah you know? yeah and you're like oh that sucks I just wanted I, w- I wanted them, that person to see it so I don't care if the whole world likes it if yeah. this one person didn't then <laughs> it's it's funny the kind of kind of effect that that it has yeah on you that's yeah and you know oh one thing like quickly coming back to the whole like I guess maybe one day I'll come back when um when Instagram did that whole move from like taking away the people who liked it and also like the how number. many likes that you have mm. um I thought that was kind of a cool move I was like alright like you know maybe that that might be more incentive to kind of um I guess post a little something something because I, fe- I feel like as well as you know when, when people like post something it's not some well I mean, depend, depending on the individual but it's 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 something to, for the likes as opposed to like they're posting it because they want they want to share that they want to share that mm. specific moment they're you know doing the whole tuning and editing and all that type mm. of stuff to make it go cool this is what I want and I want X amount of likes on it I think that was the whole reason behind them taking away the number yeah is that you That's know it, just share it more. for the love of sharing it yeah and so I like that I like that move and I was like okay well that's something I could imagine myself coming back to but then I think they've brought it back I don't know. I don't know if they've brought it back or if my account is just glitching because I can still see the amount of likes on everything that I scroll across. That, well, that's what I was. Um, that's what I was just about to bring up. Is like uh, well, I, I had a bit of a cheeky gander at um, IG before, and I just saw like the amount of likes on. on oh, so you, you can still see it as yeah, well, bro. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's that's a bit strange. Because like it, it went away for about two days when they first implemented it. Yeah. Because I've I've got a couple of um, gram accounts like. I got my one, I got the work one and whatever. Yeah. The work one, I can't see it. The amount of likes. But on my personal one, like, I can't. Ah. So for me, when I'm posting, it is for the likes, Jay. Yeah. You're that guy, you know? <laughs> Hashtag LFF. Oh, what is it? Like L- for LF- like? LF- LFL? Yeah. Uh, follow for follow? Like for like. Oh. OOTD? Oh, man. Ooteds. Ooteds. So, yeah. So, nah. Um, but, I mean... Again, that I mean, everyone's into what they're into. Um, if if I really, I mean, if I really want to, I hit the Twitter for like a bit of a rant. Mm. Um, but even that, I'm not even like actively on. It's just like I just have it open in the background, same sort of thing. It's a bit of a ghost, only a couple hundred followers. Um, and if I want a bit of a rant on it, I'll, I'll use it. But otherwise, you don't really see me post too much on it. Speaking of Twitter, this is very interesting. You have quite a big name following you. Oh. <laughs> Who's this bro? Just the boy, um, Barack Obama. See, and that's an ultimate flex. You know, yeah. you can. That's something that you can pull on your CV, dog. I um, like, bro, I don't, I got I don't Barack know. Obama following me on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know how that came about, but um, yeah, I just, I just remember one time just seeing his name pop up just saying sort of Barack Obama followed you and I was like hey what like what is this yeah sorry who and Barack who yeah and it'll be it'll be random if I didn't follow him back so of course I follow him back mm. but um yeah he's he's definitely one of them um who was the other one that I think I'm pretty sure I told you about Britney Spears oh yeah does, Britney, does, does she follow you yeah, as well yeah Britney Spears <laughs> strange eh um 
And like, let me just let me just pull up my stuff real quick. Oh, you know what else is funny, boy? You know how Instagram has the whole like close friends thing. Yes. Some, the green yeah yeah the green, the green yeah so, logo or whatever sometimes you know you're like oh am i on, am i on this person's list like why is that yeah why am i on your close friends sorry <laughs> uh, uh you should um you should you, you should post up a story saying uh, just a, a normal story yeah if you see this it means you're not on my close friends list <laughs> i see how many people buzz out eh? yeah, like, oh dude you're sad bro <laughs> I should do that right now. Yeah. No, no, no trust I'm, not, you I'm not that rude, bro. I'm not that rude. Bro, see, look at this. I follow f- 45 people and mm. only 109 followers. Mm-hmm. So it's me being a ghost. And of that 109 followers, you got Barack and Brittany in there. I'll take that. Wasn't there someone else? There was like a third person or wasn't there? Maybe I just need to like or scroll just through for it, the... Um, Kim Kardashian's also following you or something. Scroll through for the verified... um. Tick. Ticks. To, so that's how I know that um, it's, you know, it's an important person. See, and that that's also quite interesting because... Like getting verified? The amount of power that a tick has. Oh, yeah. You know? You you sure. trust listening or not listening, but reading a tweet from a, an account like that as opposed to, you know, just a random ass yeah. Twitter account. And that, that obviously as well is that for an influencer, that tick um, will set you apart for your, like, you know, your endorsements and all that type of stuff as well. So it's crazy. I think that influence that these influencers have, yeah. it could, I don't know, bro, there's so much power that social media has and it's kind of scary the yeah. amount of, of say that some people have. Yeah. Bruh. That's... It, yeah that's it's crazy eh? and, and again it's just it's a it's a matter of being able to just sort of that simple post right but that's also where things go can go sour because some people don't necessarily think of what they say and it can take one tweet or one post to ruin your whole career boom that's it that's it you're never being hired ever again yeah so you know it, it's it's crazy the power that social media has it can one tweet can get you blasted for, for the good but also can get you blasted for the bad mm. you're like make or break and you don't know which one it could be it just depends on who's looking at it liking it disliking it and and their opinion of it as well uh, if they re- repost or whatever I personally don't think I could live my life like that walking on eggshells having mm. to worry about every little thing that I say because yeah. you know being under scrutiny like I don't know for for whatever reason for whatever reason bro yeah. hence the activation bro it's- I mean, like, it's not like I really got to that level, guys. So I can't say I have. But so it's it's, like, it's definitely helped you with like your focus, bro. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I reckon if if I was um if I was caught up in all that social media buzz and all that type of stuff, I don't think I would have been as probably probably as hungry as I was to to kind of hustle hard and and, and kind of I guess as as some people say, accelerate my career. Um, so it's it's definitely focus made me focus on on what's more of a priority to me and what's more of a priority in my life um for sure that's 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 kind of that again calculated risk that i i saw for me um however in saying that it is very also very also whoa i've only been here one month in the philippines it is this is my boys yeah, i was about to say that bro the philippines. um it is also very important to like not lose yourself in the hustle as well and mm. i think i i i did that like i just did two and a half years at a and straight no like, 
pretty much no holiday um and kind of i've been here for a month and this is kind of that well needed break that i need um that was required for me to kind of just go cool i can you know restart the car or whatever and and get back into it because i I think i definitely lost myself in the hustle for a little bit so in terms of your own like passion project bro like what have you got on on the horizons for yourself man because obviously you know you've got this one pretty solidly under the bag yeah the whole corporate game yeah yeah creatively bro or you know like what what's what's your gig man that's it brother um so um i guess what 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 from for me right now is i i still am heavily involved and really interested in the fashion element of everything um so I guess being that business manager, again, kind of that hustler's mentality is I'm wanting to learn about New Zealand businesses, what works well, what doesn't, speaking to my clients and understanding, you know, all their tips and tricks because they're obviously willing to share it with me. Um, And then going, cool, how can I implement that into a business of my own, um, which will hopefully be um, in UIC, um, which will be my clothing brand. Um, So, yeah, I want to get back into to the fashion element I still remember a lot of like everything that I learned from the first year anyways so um, it'll be good to just get amongst that start that um, and really just get my creative juices flowing on that Um, same sense I guess kind of tapping back as you said you know as I I dabbled in the music and stuff like that I've I've had a bit of a chat to the boys um, Harry and Jeremy or as they're like I guess their stage names Germs and Casey Philly um, talking to them about getting back on the mic as well um, so, you know, I think I'll kind of also just take the stage as, as in UIC again and just kind of, um, yeah, get back onto, to spit in some bars and then getting it back into the music and stuff like that as well, just to, again, but either the side hustle or just not losing yourself too much in that one hustle where you kind of forget, uh, you know, just to enjoy life a little bit or focus on other little projects as well as kind of, just to kind of build that empire, if, if, if you will. For your fashion gig, bro, obviously you, you have received like formal education for that. Yeah. Music, bro, are you self-taught? Like what, what's up? Did you take any lessons? Did you go to music school, music classes or anything like that? Nah, not at all, to be honest. Day. Can um, you read music? Or? No, I can't. I can't <laughs> for, for a musically inclined dude, like, because you're pretty talented, I, I think. Thanks, like, man. You can't, you can't read music. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I can't. Um, I have... Uh, I think I picked up the guitar at like 10 and the only way I was able to teach myself was just stick some headphones in ultimateguitar.com <laughs> yeah stick some headphones in and um i guess kind of just go l- learn the song by ear um and that's that's definitely been a great value for me um in terms of just being able to go pick up whatever instrument and then teach myself that from there with moved on to like you know just like other um string variations like you know the uke or anything like that um taught myself some piano um the drums all that type of stuff so that was a really good element but no i can't i can't read i can't read music so do you know anything of like the tech technical terms and all that for the for music i mean like yeah triple glyphs and yeah (laughs) a little bit and that's purely just being on the on the um on the basis of kind of like general knowledge yeah or self you know again that that self Mm. um taught Type stuff where I'm just going to go on Google and just go like, all right, sweet, what is this and what is that? Um, but nothing where I've kind of just gone and sat in a class and, and looked at it. Um, I have, I'm consistently um, 
off the back of that though i'm consistently encouraging my nephew who's like really enjoying music as well to actually learn it um to read it as well because i think that as an added element for him will be good because he'll he, he's picking stuff up by ear as well i can already see it um but yeah to read it i think would have i reckon that would personally would have been really nice would you ever consider getting formally taught yeah why not to improve your skill set yeah why not why not um I mean, it's, it's kind of like something, I, I think depending on where I want to go with it, um, for example, like um, small chats with like, um, you know, like again, sort of the boys from Flip Gang where we'd be like talking about sort of producing certain beats. Like if there's any any value that I can add to that where I, if, if I went to a class for it or something like that and it would help the the way could, we could, you know, produce a track or master track or whatever, then not for sure put my hand up for it and be like, cool, like, let me do that because, you know, let me add some um, add some value to this and, you know, put something on the table for you guys as well. Because you've already got that base level of talent. Just imagine how much more that would improve if yeah. you were to, you know, take a class or whatever. Because back in high school, bro, I used to run track, right? Yeah. And my events were long jump and triple jump. Yeah. I never... I was never part of an athletics club. I never had a coach or anything. Yeah. My coach was YouTube. And this was back in like the days of 2008 where it was not yet broadband and where, where, we, where we were in straight dial-up yeah. and you could only watch, you know, a gig of internet yeah. per day or whatever. And no one can go on the phone while you're on the no, internet. No, exactly. But um, what I was getting at is that it was just a casual... I don't understand. Whoa. Oh, that's my phone. What? What's your problem? Okay, Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I was saying was, um, I taught myself yeah. how to long jump. I taught myself how to triple jump. Yeah. And I still managed to set the high school records for both of those events. Well, you know, in the yeah, junior yeah. age group. Yeah, yeah. The triple jump one's been broken, but the long jump one is still... Oh, wait. No, no, sorry. The long jump one's been broken triple jump record still standing hey. set in like 2008 bro but um that's something that I think about a lot actually is yeah. you know I I was alright how much better could I have been if I had taken it seriously like yeah. my boy Josh who was on the podcast yeah. quite early on um and he's doing very well you know we we ran the 4x100s together and he's obviously at one point in time had the quickest 100 meter rec- oh quickest 100 meter time for men in New Zealand yeah I'm just thinking crazy. damn man like that's crazy Sayang bro if I had like pursued it a bit more taken bro, it a bit more seriously extra pokey points G <laughs> oh I need all the points I can get dog <laughs> but yeah bro it just, it just really makes you wonder because there are some naturally talented people out there whether it be for fashion sport music that they don't formally pursue it because it's always just you know a side thing for them yeah Imagine if that was like their main thing. Yeah, no, for sure. How much more positive would the world be when they're putting that their passions into into this and they're just sharing it with people? Bro. That's it. Because don't you just love hearing it when you know someone's passionate about what they do? Yeah, hundred percent. And and like and you 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 will hear it in in what they talk about, how they talk about it. You hear it in the voice and everything. So, um, it's the way it comes across. And um, I guess to your point before, like I lose it, I it lose uh, leaves my mind. Oh my goodness, it leaves my mind. Is that um. But it, it, that's it. It's like you can be, like I guess, naturally talented at something. But it's that like hunger for more knowledge as well. So it's like whether that class is, is really going to help or whatever. Then take it because it's like, is it going to benefit you? Is it going to give you that much more? 
you know, um, leverage above the rest of the crowd or whatever, because it's all about standing out or being, you know, being above or ahead of the rest of, for whatever um, it might be that you're wanting to pursue for the hustlers mentality, right? So um, that's crazy. I also think that there's a lot of humility involved when you acknowledge that, yeah, I need to improve my knowledge set yeah. and get better. Yeah. Because that's a hard thing to admit that, you know, oh shit, my knowledge is actually lacking and I need to fill the gaps. For a lot of people, that's that's a very hard thing to to come to terms with. They're like, no, 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 like I'm good. Like I, I'm yeah. good where I'm at. I already know. I already know. I know everything. This. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's tough, bro. No, it's it's, it's yeah. You've definitely especially if you're naturally good at it as well. You know, like oh, I got this far on my own. I don't need anyone else. Yeah. But you do need you do you do need other people, bro. Yeah. Like humans are social creatures, bro. Exactly. And and again, it's just it's you can't just be. I don't think you can just be content with just whatever you know right now. You gotta, you gotta be hungrier. You get there's always more to learn, you know. There's always, there's always more room to improve. So, if if you can continue kind of being hungry for that knowledge, being hungry because knowledge is power. So, this podcast it was literally I googled how to start a podcast. Yeah, and I got. I remember, I remember you talking to me yeah. about it. You're like, oh, bro, like you know, this is like an idea that I'm playing with. Because it was, it was legit like literally it was on the flight home not home it was on the flight to Christchurch for your birthday last yeah. year and I was That's thinking we bring out Flip Gang again but um, you know I, I do credit it to them the, the inspiration for starting in the first place because yeah. I remember flying down I knew I was going to bump into them for, for your party Yeah, and I really wanted to know what the creative process was yeah. Yeah. you know how they get into the frame of mind of writing music yeah producing beats writing lyrics and stuff like that but um you know i, I taught myself how to podcast like bloody what equipment to use and, and stuff like that so yeah. that was also pretty cool bro you know expanding expanding your knowledge because yeah. you know if not then we wouldn't be able to share this conversation to the three people that listen to my show yeah <laughs> but shout out to the real ones three people that <laughs> No, but it, yeah, no, that that's that's hundred percent it. I remember, I remember when when it was like my birthday, and we were talking about you, you know, or even sorry, just after that, we had dropped the first episode, and we were sort of talking about like having this just kind of conversation. Mukbang is yeah. that what it, is that what the word? I think is? that's what it was, bro. But we were kind of just like, you know what? We'll, is that the lunch or oh, lunch room at work, right? Yeah, we're, what, we're having like KFC or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a KFC, and we were kind of just like, man, we were just. You know, I'll be coming to the Philippines and you're going to be there, blah, blah, blah. And we'll just sit down and have a conversation and see where it goes. And this is literally, this is the product of it. We're just here in the Philippines on my last night and just going to have a conversation. Though, like, just think back to the amount of quality conversations that you've had in your lifetime. Yeah. And what a, not really, not really a shame, but, you know how nice would it have been to have a few of them like recorded like you know those yeah, real organic ones yeah. those like hard out like um just the ones that come about like yeah. naturally bro yeah those um the random ones that you're not expecting to happen yeah you know? this was obviously we there was an element of planning to it to an extent to an extent yeah it was a matter of hey bro do you want to record something and yeah yeah but when it just comes up and you're deep in in, in conversation yeah those deep DMCs those deep ones bro. those DMCs for like that all of a sudden it's oh damn it's like 3 o'clock in the morning like, yeah <laughs> yeah it's like oh man it's 3 o'clock in the morning oh where did this conversation go where did the time go and then you like circle back and just repeat the same shit like, yeah yeah <laughs> but using different words 
Oh man. But nah, bro. Like honestly, it's seeing a familiar face in an unfamiliar land, bro. It, it's very good, bro, to to see you again. Honestly, it's like you and Charlene, yeah, and and your family, bro. Because you know we, I saw you guys when you first landed, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Like yeah, straight off straight off the plane, you were like, yo. So th- this is what happened when when Chris landed in the Philippines. I was at work, and he calls me on Instagram. And he's like, dude, I'm in, I'm in Manila for the next, what, nine hours. Yeah, yeah it was just an overnight layover. So I dropped everything and I was like, yeah, dude, where you at? I'm going to come see you right now. Because <laughs> I knew you would be in Manila like towards the end of the month. But I was like, I'm not going to wait that long. If I can yeah. see you now, let's, let's make it happen now. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what you did. You're <laughs> like, yo, I'm about 40 minutes out, but I'll be there. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And it's quite funny because 40 minutes out in Manila, that will bring you, what, five kilometers? Oh, it's unreal. Three miles, but 40, 40 minutes in, in Auckland, that'll take you where? To Piha? Yeah, that, that's taking you to a place where you can go for a hike. Straight up. Yeah. If anyone that's listening has ever been to Manila, you, Damn. Know, exactly, you know exactly what we're talking about. If you haven't, then you could be going yeah you could be going someplace that's like relatively really really close but you could be sitting an hour in traffic and just be like punching yourself in the head wondering why you didn't either walk it or something but then again it's a bit too hot to just walk to where you need to go because that's true the the humidity here bro like it's done wonders for my skin what about yours bro (laughs) oh man it's it's i think there's 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 patches of it where i'm like my my stuff looks good. I'm glowing real yeah, quick. Yeah. But the same sense, like I've ha- I've counted the amount of breakouts I've had. I think of at three to four since you've been here. Since I've been here, and that's only been a month. And th- there've been like some hectic size ones. So mm. I'm like, I'm 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 fifty fifty on what it's actually done for me. For me, bro, it's definitely an improvement. Yeah. No, um, I can see it for real. For real. Like, <laughs> if I, I go it. if I go back home, I'll just <laughs> pizza face dog. Oh no, but um. Three months, bro. I could only count maybe a handful of times where I'm like, "Oh damn, that's a big ass pimple." Yeah, see, that's good. Yeah, it, it's definitely worked for you then, because mm. like, yeah, like I said, I, I can count three to four, and that's in the span of a month. But so. then again, I don't know if it's to do with the actual fact that I'm here or just the positivity maybe. that I've been experiencing for these yeah, last few months. True. As much as I miss my family, bro, because I opened up to you the other day. Yeah. No, like, of course. Damn, like I miss, I yeah. miss them. Yeah. But at the same time, even though I've got that going on, just the fact that there's so much learning to be done here. Yeah. There's, and I'm open to it. Yeah. And you're riding the wave as well. Yeah, bro. bro. Like you, you got to stay riding this wave because it's like, you've got some good things happening. Though right I am now. riding the wave, like I said before, I've still got the paddle in my hand. You know, yeah. sort of steering the steering the kayak. Yeah. Steering yeah. the waka. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Steering the waka down the Waikato, yeah, Waikato, sorry, you gotta Waikato, the Waikato. Yeah, nah, that's but that's good, man. Like on, honestly, you've you've made some some big boy moves here, and like I'm proud of what you're doing right now, man. And that's exactly another reason why I wanted to start this whole podcast, just to get that message out and to inspire people, to inspire people to do the same. You 100%. know, because yeah. it's quite sad to hear when you ask someone the question, you know, what do you really want to do with your life? Yeah. And they're like, dude, I actually don't know. Yeah. I think that's such a sad thing to hear. Yeah, yeah. Such a sad thing, sad thing to, to say as well, bro. Mm. And, and, and sometimes it, it can be as simple as like, you know, 
just just picking something and, and sticking at it um, just to keep yourself busy like like on the real like when I was a kid obviously when you know when you're in primary school or whatever and they're like you know what do you want to be when you grow up you know it's like you know, people say oh firefighter policeman or something like that no one really says oh I want to be in finance you know what I mean but like it's right now I've got a goal and I'm setting my mind to it because it's something that's consistently keeping me pushing yeah at least it's keeping me keeping me busy and sometimes you got to find the passion in that at the same sense while you're doing that you you continue making those like i said like what we were saying earlier those side side hustles and all that type of stuff to keep you know keep your passion burning and all the other elements so i think for those people who don't necessarily know what to do just just find something and keep at it until you know day by day that goes by you you will unlock something and you never know it might just that your passion might just be that hustler's mentality as well uh, there will be hurdles along the way 100%. where it absolutely sucks. Yep. yep. And that's that's big facts. And the last thing that you want to be doing at that particular point in time is what you're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> the whole sitting in bed just Yeah. Trying to sleep it off acting like you know that you, you, that there's there's necessarily nothing you can do because there's, mm. there's something you can do. Cuz it's a, it's such a beautiful thing to wake up in the morning and be excited for being excited to do something yeah you know compare that to you wake up and the first thing that comes into your mind is oh damn i gotta go to work yeah that's the first emotion that you're waking up with is dread yeah like again that whole five seconds thing you're bringing that with you through the whole day that's, like, that's yeah you've started your first five seconds of the day with that how oh, sad bro and then you end it as well like oh man i gotta go back tomorrow like yeah, <laughs> yeah no that's 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 not the vibe. It's not, dude. It's not. But I guess we're quite lucky now that we have tools to be able to do, to be able to chase down, you know, these things that we would love to do. Yeah. You know? That's it. And we're quite privileged to be able to do that in the first place because there are a hell of people who don't have that chance. Yeah. Vic- victims of, yeah, but victims of circumstance where they literally can't change anything to yeah. go out and do what they need to do. Or what they want to do. Yeah. Should have said. But um But yeah, man, I, I guess to the people that are just still trying to figure shit out, like stick to it, right? Yeah, stick to it. Um I mean, yeah, yeah, set your mind to it. Um, own that choice, make that choice and, and go at it. Like as long as as long as you really, really want it, you'll find a way to hustle for it. You'll find a way to push through it. Um and as you said, I think a really good testament to that is just you know, there will be days where you might get beaten up, but just accept it. Um, it's going to make you stronger for it. No, actually, because the only, the only way for Saiyans to get stronger is to almost die in battle, and then the next time they fight, like, you know, good. level up. Yeah, level up. So, you know, you will get stronger from it. It will make you a better person. Um, and then you just continue hustling until you, you hit, that, hit that spot that you want to be. Hard up, man. And... The last thing I want to do is to go back to New Zealand not having achieved what I came here to do. Yeah. Coming back with a tail between my legs. Like, as much as I want to go back home, you know, just be in my own bed, not worry about where my water's coming from. (laughs) Is this this tap or mineral tap? (laughs) Oh, damn. But, you know, you have to make sacrifices, bro. Like, nothing worth having ever came easy, right? Bro, and, and, and the thing is, right now as well, is that, you know, obviously, the factor of age as well, 
is that you know we're quite young so it's like at least now that you know when you when you do settle in life or whatever have you you've got a story to tell to whoever to the kids to, to, to you know mm. to anyone that wants to know is that and you're doing that right now as well is that this is what you're doing at this age you listen to it you know, 10 years down the line you'll be like oh, man that's where I was at and look, you know, look at me now type of thing look at so, me now yeah big facts <laughs> yeah man I think taking a step back from from it all and having a look at the decisions that you have to make and really 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 calculating it what is it well the risk benefit analysis yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah you know it has to be worth it 100% there's also an element of, of YOLO. Yeah. Because, you know, you, sometimes you just have to pull the trigger and and take that loop. Yeah. That's it. Like, you, you, you can you can calculate it to a certain extent, but then there's there's there will always be a portion where you're like, okay, well, if uh, there's a lot more risk, per se, than reward that I can see right now, but if it works out, then the reward will, you know, it will outweigh the risk at some point and if it doesn't work out at least you've learned something as well 100% and if and if you do have like a for example like a you know if you are in a bit of a safer place where you kind of do have a backup point where it might be family for example then and you don't have much to lose then YOLO it because what's the worst that's going to happen you come back right back to your family and then that's it and that's not a bad thing to come back to yeah exactly your family so man you're good you're good Speaking of family, bro, like, thanks so much for again taking the time to, you know, just chill out, bro. Oh, bro, anytime, anytime. It was my pleasure, bro. It was good to just sit down, have one of these conversations that we naturally have anyways. Because we've been talking about doing this for a while now. Yeah, but <laughs> we got it on, on, on record. Um, and it, it was good. At least we got something to sort of say that, you know, this is what we did last time that we caught up in, in Manila and... I'm sure we'll do it again soon. Yeah, bro. So for a bit of context for the listeners, this dude's flight back home is in about 12 hours and there's no way we were going to, um, there's no way we we're going to be in the same country and not get something like this recorded, right? Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Even if it wasn't, as you said, even if we weren't able to get it jotted down with a with an exact formulated plan, we, we're always going to be able to talk shit anyways. So. And what we were saying earlier about an element of YOLO being, a, being in the decisions that you make, this yeah. was one of them because you know like oh yolo let's just do it yeah let's do it now see what happens see like, what comes out the other end where the calculation has been made is that we know that we can record the conversation anyway it was just a matter of like when so yeah. the when was the the, factor, the yolo part yeah yeah but the what and the how and the why that was the more co- calculated um part of the decision making process because we already exactly. knew that this was going to happen yeah oh irrespective of if we were going to be in front of mics or not is oh it's going to happen anyway yeah, right the conversations that we have is unreal <laughs> Like we, real stupid shit that we talk yeah. about, man. So it's it, it was it was bound to happen where I was gonna be in front of a couple of mics. So it was good. No, it was good to good to be able to have a bit of a bit of a bit of a yarn with you, mate. <laughs> spin, spin, spin some yarns. That's one thing that I really miss as well, bro. Slang back home. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's, it's it's this. Oh man, I just remember talking to again one of the boys that you introduced me to and just t- trying to teach him some of the some of the banter that we have or some of the some of the words that we use in New Zealand eh? he was confused as but that's one bit the one right there confused as yeah <laughs> confused he, as heaps bro. good heaps good heaps as but once again my brother like it's it's been a pleasure having you on bro and one day you know we'll get you back on and you know 
the yarns will be the same, but the stories will be different. Yeah, the levels will be different for both of us, I'm sure, as well. Hard out, bro. That's good. So, um, you know, we'll stop this record because there's a couple of things that we want to talk about that we don't want to broadcast, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I can't. I gotta tell you some things that I can't put on this, bro. No, nah, man. But this, um, this nah, is gonna be off the record. That, 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 that's safe, bro. Yeah. Brother, thanks so much, man. Nah, anytime, bro. Kaki te ano. Far, man. Fakalo fatu. Cho. 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 Oi.